not underestimate the power. <laughs> <laughs> Await no longer. Terror has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a podcast made by the ghouls for the fiends. Tonight is a Halloween special. <laughs> and what's truly terrifying is that every week, I, alongside my best friend Kyle, talk about the most horrific things happening in PlayStation and video games every single Thursday. Delightful. Here, as always, the ghostly one. <laughs> Kyle. No, 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 wait. No, the, the co-host who his previous past. I don't know. Welcome, Kyle. Welcome to the <laughs> Halloween episode of The Trophy Room. And I've butchered way too much. How are you doing, Kyle? I'm doing great. I uh, <sighs> wish I had some sort of costume, uh, you know, planned yeah. out. But I'm a little bit more on brand because uh, I have some uh, some whiskey in here. Feeling great. Uh, it goes on theme with the game we've been playing, which we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, how you doing, Joe? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. This room is 80 degrees, and I don't know why. And there's no fan in here. I don't know why. And this robe was made out of wool. I don't know why. And <laughs> so I'm I'm melting. I'm melting right now. But you know what? It's good because Red Dead happened. I've been playing a whole bunch of it. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we have a whole lot of Red Dead news, a whole lot of, God, Fallout beta news. Before we get into that, though, I want to give a very, very brief impressions of Red Dead Redemption 2 for the PlayStation 4. Sir, you've been playing it on a PlayStation 4 Pro, correct? Correct, yes. And is it on a 4K TV or not? Not, not 4K, unfortunately. So how is your overall, not even overall, just... Touching base, because we want to sure. do a discussions video. We're going to be doing that tomorrow, probably uploading it tomorrow as well. So just for the layman out there, mm -hmm. um, how are you enjoying Red Dead so far? Uh, I don't want to get too into it, because like you said, we have an impression thing we're doing tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it has its ups, ups and downs. Sometimes I'm engaged. Other times I am bored out of my mind. And mm -hmm. it, it's it's weird. Game's beautiful. Uh, but it, it has some things. It made I think Rockstar made some really silly choices. Yeah, and um, not saying they're they're awful choices, but it's not what I was expecting. So okay. It, it's how, how many hours yeah. are you into Red Dead so far? Hours, I I'm not sure, but I I've just checked uh game of completion. I'm at like eighteen percent. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'm taking my time. I'm still doing some tutorial stuff. I, I guess because it's still teaching me how to do some things. What's the last thing it taught you? Because I can kind of guess on it. Last thing um, was crafting. Crafting. Okay. All right. Like like setting up a camp and. and oh. Okay. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you're still early on. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Um. So with that, you said that there's some silly things. There's some good things. Yeah. What are very vague very brief because or else this could be a 40 minute episode yeah <laughs> what are those things what are the good things about this game 
good things is I'm a sucker for details, and the details in this is great. Yeah. It, it doesn't detract me from the game at all. Mm-hmm. I love um, all the little details of how people react to you and remember you. I love going through the world and um, having people scream for help, and these yeah. really weird and crazy things happen sometimes, and that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's there's some other things that we'll get into the, in the full impression thing, but um, I, it's gorgeous. I think I like Arthur, which is weird because he's not a great guy. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like he, I, I'm trying to play him as a, a guy who's trying to do some good things, but yeah, there's some mission missions where it's hard to keep that track. Yeah, Which it annoys me a little bit, but it, you know, he very much isn't a good person, right? Yeah, like he no, kills, he steals, but there's this weird. He has a very strange moral compass because I do find myself rooting for him mm-hmm. and the bound, uh, the the outlaws. How do you feel about the story and the character so far? Oh, uh, it's fantastic! It's, yeah, I think that's the strongest suit of this game. One hundred percent, and it's what Rockstar does does well. I think it really plans out its characters and each Mm -hmm. character feels different and even to like some npcs it's uh it's great and the the voice acting is fantastic across Uh, the board oh across the board is great in the first city the first town valentine uh you go to the hotel i was like wait the guy, the hotel owner, sounds super familiar. Is it, is he is the guy list? from Achievement Hunter? Yes, it is Jack. Uh, Fuck, it is Patillo. Jack Patillo, Yeah. And I was like, wait a second, no, that can't be it. And then I like, kept going back in to hear him talk. I was like, oh crap, that's awesome. That's, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, also, by God, where's my little, uh, you know, like where's my character? Where's my saloon man? If there's a time where Rockstar's going to make Red Dead Three, we need to. To start a hashtag petition. Out. That's like 18 years away. That's <laughs> out. I want to now, by God, now. DLC, man. God. All right, I'll take DLC. Um, yeah, so this game, I want to be very truthful with everybody. Um, I had high hopes because the original Red Dead is one of my favorite games of all time. The first three hours, I'm going to be real as anything. I hated this game. I did not like it at all. There, there, there are some choices that Rockstar made for the sake of detail, but not for the sake of the player. And those details, like the core system, there's a there's yeah. a system for your health, a system for your stamina, stamina and your system dead for eye. your dead eye is awful. It's not good, and I would like it replaced. I'm going to be just real with you guys. I don't like how I have to be constantly eating, constantly drinking, constantly going into a menu in order to have a successful, quote unquote, successful uh, shootout with people. It's it's actually, it inhibits my gameplay. Me having to stop so much in order to play, that that annoys me greatly. And I think that's my biggest beef with this game is that the core system I'm not a fan of, and it has still not won me over. I am a third into the story so far, a little bit more so. And I can say now at this point safely that I want the old Deadeye system back. I don't like this one. Um, Overall, though, I think the strength of this game is the world. The world Mm -hmm. is stunning. 
the world, this world, I'm going to say something very, because I know there's a lot of fans, Nintendo fans out here. This shits on Breath of the Wild. This absolutely destroys it on any level. Because, uh, and, and I'm going to, I'm sorry, but I'm going to call you out here. I'm sorry, Mr. Play Nintendo, Mr. Donnie Reese. Oh, it's just 10 minute, you know, horse rides. What the fuck is Breath of the Wild but like 10 minutes to get from point a to point B and somewhere the, the magic of Breath of the Wild is somewhere in between you run into stump, something you stumble mm-hmm. into something you stumble onto a temple it's it's the journey it's not the destination and for anybody that's complaining about that I do understand there are some story beats where you're just riding and nothing happens yep. that's boring and I think that's a criticism mm-hmm. but to say oh I'm just riding from point A to point B and nothing happens what are you playing this isn't no like for example I was riding along, and there was a guy who guy he got a snake bite, and I had to suck the venom out of out of him. He's like, "Suck the venom, Courtney." I was like, "I'm not gonna suck your venom," and I did. I sucked his venom. <laughs> he was very charming. What can I say? He gave me a drink, and um, mm-hmm. but like, and then afterwards, the, I run up to a guy that he goes, "Sir, I'm lost. I'm lost." He tries to rob me, pull me from my horse, try to steal my horse, and yeah. I, I shoot him in the back of the head. I'm like, mm-hmm. holy crap. And then, Kyle, middle mm-hmm. of the night happens. I'm riding from destination. There's a forest. I'm in a swamp, and there's lights in this dead forest. Again, Ooh. this has nothing to do with the story. I go, what the fuck is this? I walk up closer. They're white-hooded men. I'm like, uh, holy shit, is this I a saw KKK? this on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And so I walk up and I'm like, oh, Arthur Morgan's going to go to town on these guys. But then a part of me said, Joe, don't shoot him. Don't. Because it's bad on both sides. And I walked up to him and they were inducting a person into one of their ranks. And when they lit the cross on fire, it's a burning cross, the fire to these racist sons of bitches, the one of the, the flames reaches one of their coats. And it lights him on fire. (laughs) And then it lights the inductee because the torch falls. It falls on him. He gets lit on fire. They go, Paul's on fire. Everybody, scatter. (laughs) They all just disperse like the cowardly racists they are. And I'm just like, this game's breathtaking. This game's beautiful. Dude, by God. Before we you continue to get too far, I just want to share a quick little story thing that happened to me before we hopped on. So I was, I was riding my horse uh, named Peyton, by the way. What's the name of your horse? Uh, Nancy 1 and Nancy 2. Ah, okay. I haven't yeah. lost Peyton yet, but I, I got some Oh, I care. haven't lost Nancy 1. He's in the okay. stable. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I was I was just riding my riding Peyton along the trail, mm-hmm. and some guy is, like, struggling with a horseshoe on his horse. Yeah. He's like, hey there, feller. I like how they say feller. Hey there, feller. Uh, can you help me with my horse? And then the horse breaks three free and kicks him in the head, and he's dead. Yep. I I was I, I just stood there with my jaw open. It's like, wait, what? And that was it. It was over. And that was it. Then yeah. I went to go like loot his body, because uh, why not? He's dead. He's not using anything. And then some <laughs> guy caught me and was gonna go call the police saying I killed him. So I had to track him down. Like these are the things in the I world shoot that him I too. Love. That's what I've been doing. You I catch haven't me. shot anybody that hasn't deserved it yet. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could say the same, but I definitely, <laughs> dude. There's one. This is this is it, and then I'll I'll, I'll move on from here. There's one where I, I completed a, a a a mission, and I walk by. And there's an outhouse in the middle of the 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 forest, and they've 
they've put their family members, like deranged sister, oh. in the outhouse. That's yeah. where they keep her, and she all all she's doing is constantly counting numbers oh. and trying to count to five. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I walk a little bit out of the woods, and there's been an ex- a very strange murder. And I have a, and like deranged, like even Arthur Morgan. First off, when when all the KKK members die, Arthur Morgan does have a set of moralities because you hear him say, and "This is really excellent too." Is like, oh, I can't wait to kill every one of these sons of bitches. And I'm like, yeah, at least you're not a racist. Like, mm-hmm. um, but like he's he looks at this murder scene, and I think it just like on the tree branch written in like blood. I think it's like behold. And it's a strewn up body, and it's just a gross, grotesque murder. And like Arthur's just like, what's happened here? This is, I, I don't want to cross a man that did this. And like the world Arthur interacts with as you're interacting with it. Yeah. You, he is the player just like you're the player. And that's where the biggest strength is. And I think the story overall is, is something that we've all witnessed. It's a, it's a Western, it's mm-hmm. not anything new, but it's the characters. That very, very much make this story. And I think it it suffers from the first few hours. I would like to say the first five hours. Very yeah. boring. Very yeah. boring. I will but, say as someone who has not played the first one. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that I thought of playing through those first couple hours was this is Rockstar's love letter to Westerns. Oh, absolutely. This is Because I love Western movies. Yeah. Uh, True Grit. Uh, um, no Country for Old Men, which I consider Jingle. a Western. Django, of course. Like yeah. it's all those like um, landscape shots while you're riding, and just the way things are framed and interaction between characters. It it is a typical awesome love letter. Yeah, from Rockstar to Western entertainment as a whole. Yeah. So overall, I am enjoying it. I do mm-hmm. not think it's better than the first one. I still have my nostalgia glasses on, um, but. I will answer. There is one question here from Edward Varnell. He asks this. Would you ever have a discussion themed about innovation versus polish? For example, Nintendo games tend to innovate where Rockstar games tends to uh, or tries to polish. Uh, And then I I add a little bit here. Uh, Does Red Dead Redemption 2 innovate? So what do you think of this question? First off, thank you, Edward. Thank yes, you so thank much you. for writing in uh, Twitter PS Trophy Room. Uh, but what do you think of this question? Yeah, I I think Rockstar does a little bit of both. Yeah. I, I think when they polish, for sure, they polish the hell out of this game. Yeah. Um, and, and I think when it comes to this, and again, I'm not super far, but the things that they were trying to innovate, I think they might have went a little too far mm-hmm. and, and just innovated for the sake of innovating. I feel like when it comes to like what yeah. you said, the core system, yeah, uh, a couple other like gameplay things. Like, I hate tapping X mm-hmm. constantly. I feel like I'm always constantly tapping X to 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 make my horse go faster and sure. to keep up with other people. It's annoying. Um, but I yeah, suggest I, holding X. Well, I do that, yeah. But then you know, mm-hmm. if I want to get faster to get away from people, you got to tap to go sure. faster. Um, yeah, so I think they they do they're polished beyond belief, and I think when it comes to this, for me, they just try to innovate as much as they could, and they might have gotten away from them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, when it comes to innovation versus polish, I think Nintendo does both. 
Like, I think, I mean, this is a PlayStation podcast, but I think all of them tend to try their best to do both. But I think, for the most part, Nintendo succeeds at doing that. And I also think, for the most part, Rockstar does do the same as well. I think with innovation comes risks, and you can either risk something... Like, for example, the three-way protagonist via uh, GTA V. That was something... Yeah, that just something, popped in my head. That was something I've never seen before. Like, just yep. constantly changing, you know, not just peripherals, but, like, changing entire scenery in just instance, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's innovation. But did it succeed? Did it? Did, did you see multiple games copy that to an extent? Sure. Uh, but no, because Rockstar's found it, like found that ga- gamers didn't like that three three ways story that was happening and they kind of went against that. Um so I do think like Rockstar does innovate. I think Nintendo does innovate, but I think when it comes to when it comes to innovation, it's it's a word that's thrown around so much that it's completely lost its meaning because mm-hmm. what's innovation to me is not what innovation is to you or to you, Edward. It's it's something totally different. So I would say, what is your definition of innovate? Because to me, again, I think Breath of the Wild does innovate in how you build an open world for sure. But I also feel like Red Dead Redemption builds off that and then some, like like how the world talks to you in Red Dead Redemption, like what I just noted with like the KKK and like Arthur saying something real, real nasty to him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like that's that's definitely innovation. Like the guy that I I sucked the venom out of, literally four hours afterwards, I come into town. And he's like, "Hey, Mister, hey, Mister, uh, you you sucked the venom out of my leg," and I was just like, "Dude, you." You, f- you fucking promise not to tell anybody. And he's just like, anything you want in the store is yours. And I'm like, holy oh, wow. shit, that's so cool. Yeah. So I think, I, I I do think they do do things that are successful in a, innovation and builds off of the successes of not just like games like Breath of the Wild, but other games as well. And does them in awesome, unique ways that, that is more than just fetch quests. Things, mm-hmm. things happen. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if there's a satisfying answer to that question, but I think there's a balance of both. I think you need polish to have successful innovation or else it's just a gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. If, if if motion controls, like like when we, oh, like you hear motion controls are in a video game, you're like, oh, God, so stupid. I don't need it. You think of it as a gimmick, but when motion controls work, you th- you tend to think, wow, that's an awesome way to, to use you know, that motion, like mm-hmm. how you use the move controllers in VR. That's so intriguing. When you're trying to grab something, you got to use the triggers. Like, that's awesome. So I think, I think there's a fine balance between both. That's, that's what I got to say on that. Uh, anything you'd like to add, sir? Nope, I'm good. I'll okay. save it. I'll save all the other stuff for impression video. By God, what a great idea. With that, Let's go to the news, shall we? Because it's more Red Dead Redemption news that I am so excited to tell you all about. about Red Dead Redemption 2 shatters sales records in the opening weekend. 
Bagout. According to Rockstar Games, and this comes from Screen Rant, Red Dead Redemption 2 earned a record-breaking $725 million opening weekend, although it soars past Avengers Infinity War's movie record for $640 million. Holy crap. Yeah. On its opening weekend, Arthur Morgan's Wild West Adventure is still a long ways <laughs> off of Grand Theft Auto V, which earned over $1 billion within its Jeez. first three days. That being said, GTA 5 launched on a Tuesday, which leaves Red, Red Dead Redemption 2 free to claim the title of the <laughs> highest opening weekend. So it's kind of like an asterisk on that. Mm-hmm. In other news, and this is actually more exciting to me, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is faring particularly well on the PlayStation 4. Rockstar has also reported that the game has the most number of Sony Interactive entertainment pre-orders ever, highest day one sales, and highest sales for the first three days on the PlayStation Network. Red Dead Redemption 2 is currently the highest critically reviewed game on the PlayStation 4, and considering that Sony saw the release of exclusives like God of War and Spider-Man in 2018, it's great news for Rockstar. And then to continue off of this, to piggyback off of this, Sony's exclusive deal with Rockstar pays off. This I took from Eurogamer. So Sony will be happy enough, at least with its marketing deal and huge install base paying off with over 80 or sorry, 68% of share of sales. I'm sorry, are on the PlayStation 4, leaving mm-hmm. Xbox with 32%. So, okay, that's a lot of information. Yeah, it is. Also, can we petition to make Red Dead Redemption 2, 2's new title to be Arthur Morgan's Wild West Adventure? Because I love that as a title. Bob, now we can <laughs> indeed. I'm role-playing as Arthur Morgan. Oh, sweet. I've You're been doing a deputized. Great job. Yeah, so with that, what do you think of this news, Kyle? Pretty it, damn rad, right? It's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, $725 million on a weekend. It's and to match with Rockstar and GTA Five, which made a billion yeah. in its first three days, it, Rockstar is at the top of the food chain when it comes to game developers. It feels like, and I, the, nothing they can do is wrong. Like yes. when it comes to these games, people love them because the games are ultimately fun and has a dedicated mm-hmm. fan base. Um, but man, that's a lot of money, Joe. Yeah, that is that's a, a lot ton of, money. of cash to consider. Red For a game, Red... too. Yeah, one yeah. Game. So to consider this, uh, to me, this makes me really proud because, or happy because I love Red Dead Redemption, and this mm-hmm. is the technically the third game in the series because we have Red Dead Revolver. But yep. let's kind of just move that aside as this is a sequel to Red Dead Redemption, not so much Revolver that's in the universe. So, technically, you've had three games in the series, but look at Grand Theft Auto. How many games has that thing had? It's not five. When you take in, like, the DS ports, or, sorry, DS games, PSP games, you know, even the spinoffs, Vice City, and San Andreas. Dude. Holy crap. So, just, like, just the name Rockstar, it it carries something now, Mm -hmm. you know? What's your greatest hope to see out of this news, of all the money it has made? What's the, what's the one standing thing, your standing hope? Does it have to be tied to Red Dead? No, it could just be into video games in general. Well, 
specifically when it when I think of this news and I think of Rockstar, mm-hmm. it, it makes me hopeful that they see this and commit to maybe a bully sequel. Because good lord, I would love a new bully game. Yeah, um, uh, that would make a ton of money. Uh, but it make uh, in just video game scope, it's it's huge. Games aren't going anywhere. Another at this moment single player game uh that is selling really well um yeah it's it's fantastic gaming's alive and well joe yeah this year alone this year has no right to be as good as it has been both single player and multiplayer they can yeah. live in one place like grand theft auto i mean not grand theft auto you know god of war you have spider-man then you have Red Dead Redemption 2, which, yes, will have a robust online feature, but we don't really know when it's going to be out. It's going to be out in November. We just don't know a set date. Like, yep. this is terrific news for single-player gaming. And I really do think that now we can start, hopefully, looking past video games as something that children do. Because yep. we see the demographic is changing. It's constantly getting older. And the one thing that I hope, the the silver lining out of this, take all the the BS, like, overtime controversies and whatnot out of it, is that we can stop looking at games like Red Dead or GTA as murder simulators and start Mm -hmm. experiencing them for what they are. That they're works of art. They truly are. And so my hope is that we take games like Red Dead Redemption 2, and I hope that we we learn as other media and news outlets learn that video games have a place and we're bigger than the movie industry, Mm -hmm. that we deserve that type of respect. You know, put respect on our name. Absolutely. And also, the craziest thing here, I want to now talk about the whole exclusive thing with, with Sony. Mm-hmm. This is in the UK, so we don't know about about this in in America, Bago. Two, just round up, 2%. Two-thirds of the sales came from PlayStation. Whereas Xbox constantly touts power we're the best place to play Mm -hmm. red dead redemption looks great on the pro but from what i've been hearing from everybody it looks stellar on the x what do you think about this type of news what does it tell you about sony still i mean it it tells me that a lot of people own playstations which Mm -hmm. we'll get to later in the show um and it just it makes sense that people who own a PlayStation are buying this game, yeah. And, and not many people who own it are missing out. It feels like, yeah, um, yeah. It and it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show with the install base that Sony has, and the smart business decisions that they are doing by locking up deals like this, like on Call of Duty, controlling the messaging. Right, because you saw it constantly, right? With FIFA, Spider Man, you had Call of Duty, you had now this game right here. All the big games this holiday all have Sony's brand somewhere yeah. in in there, and I think it just goes to show the domination that Sony continues to have. Though Microsoft's making terrific headway with their community, it just mm-hmm. kind of still shows the. The lasting impression on that Sony has this generation that cannot be taken for granted. Because I feel like everybody thinks, you know, the next generation, one to two years, who knows, this is going to be a whole different game. 
And as long as Sony plays their cards right, the way that they're playing it right now, I feel like we're going to be fine. If anything, Mm -hmm. I hope Next Generation is way more competitive. I want Xbox to do great. But I feel like everybody's just going, well, okay, Xbox has learned everything from their mistakes this generation. Uh, The the slate's going to be clean next generation. I don't know if that's inherently true or not. Because we don't know if Microsoft's learned all their lessons, because mm-hmm. we don't know if any of those first party games or those first party, you know, companies are going to produce the games that are gonna make hits. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. This is awesome news though. That's what I do know. This is just Sony continuing to be dominant in the business portion, and that's where it all really matters at the end yep. of the day. We can brag about horsepower all we want, but when it comes to actual sales numbers, Sony kicking ass with that eric writes in with the current release of red dead redemption and the amount of outcry that his has gotten with the level of detail in its world do you believe that other companies will take note from rockstar and to attempt to replicate the sheer level of detail in its open world or is there is this more of a rockstar only type of deal what do you think kyle i would at first glance say this is kind of like a rockstar deal but I also want to take into account that it took Rockstar, what, eight years yeah. to do a sequel to this? And, yeah. and they've been working on this for almost that entire time, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that amount of time, then, of course, games are going to have more detail in it. Uh, I think other game game studios and, and developers are looking at this. And, of course, they want to have this level of detail in their game. Yeah, It just pushes the boundary for games and pushes pushes all the other developers to meet that level, that, that high bar, you know, it, it, it raises the competition a little bit. Yeah. All, all, all you need is one creative person to play a game. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this game, I feel like is a stepping stone. This game doesn't get things right. There are, yeah. there, there is a point where detail does get in the way of this game and enjoying this game, but there's going to be a game that takes that, that bit of learning that that someone's going to play this game and go, you know what, I can make a game better. And I think when you take a look at what CD Projekt Red is doing, I think mm-hmm. they're playing this game. And I think they're taking yeah. notes because Cyberpunk definitely. This gave me. I know this sounds weird, but Cyberpunk vibes of the level and the attention to detail. Gotcha. With everything you can do and stuff. With everything you can do in yeah. this game and how the world is more breathing and it's more real. And that's what I really think that Red Dead does. If you're going to say innovate, this is where the beginning is. Yep. Is that the next step of open world games is now in its livability. Like, does this feel alive or not? Because I don't think there is many open world games where, you know, we talk about like Spider-Man, that feels like inhabited, but there's not a lot of other open world games that go, wow, this is truly alive. And my actions actually have a ripple effect in, mm-hmm. in this world. I think that's what you're going to start to see uh, if there's anything you take away from this game. But this is a stepping stone. This is going to be the first of many games to learn off this. So I don't think it's just a rock star thing. With that, let's get to our next bit of news, shall we, Kyle? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. The first look at Medieval. Remade from the grave up. This comes from Push Square. Whether you picked up the original or never heard of the original, we know you'll love the sword-swinging, perilous puzzles and enchanting environments, wrote Worldwide Studios chairman Sean Layden. I could tell you for a fact. 
he he didn't write that on the PlayStation <laughs> blog. Will exhume more information about now. He definitely wrote that. He sounds like a I designer. love the puns. Oh man. Okay, <laughs> about medieval and the upcoming months. So stay tuned. God. Mm-hmm. Kyle. Yeah. You got some thoughts on this. I, I saw did. you on Twitter. I did. Let me, I, hear, I, let me hear it. What are your, where, where do you come from, from so this game? I know of uh, Sir Dante Fortescue, obviously, mm-hmm. from back in the day on PS1. I never owned any of the games. Okay. I did own a demo disc, though, where mm. it had a small slice of Medieval on there, and I would play it all the time. I thought it was a fun game. And you, what my biggest takeaway from this trailer of this, the the remake, uh, not remaster, yeah. is when they were showing what it used to look like and what it looks like now, I think this might be one of the best transformations or remakes in terms of visual things. Because uh, if you look at Crash and you look at Spyro, yeah, they get a, a, an overhaul, but... Yeah. Though just the way the medieval everything from the old game now in this new trailer makes it look like more creepy, and you get more of a vibe of uh, a little bit more of like a, a horror element. Um, okay. And, and I, I just I I loved it. I loved what I saw. It looks like it's it's taking a PlayStation One era do... game. Yeah. I'm and sorry. yeah, it just it's reinventing it for. In today's time, I yeah. think there we because I saw on um, I was trying to get the the name of this channel because they do great work. They're out in Britain. They're a PlayStation centric show, and every I think it's like every Thursday or Friday they sit down and the latest video was seven PlayStation One demos we played constantly but never bought yeah. the games. Yeah, yeah, that is literally the PlayStation One to me. So mm-hmm. many demo discs, no games for whatsoever with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, like, for me, I, I I, mean, I have a video up, and I think it's fantastic. You guys should check it out. But I never really bothered with Medieval. It was never my cup of tea. Uh, but watching this, this, watching this video, I was just like, man, this is an obscure game. Like, yeah. I don't think, yeah. I mean, it's safe to say. I mean, this game he, isn't going to get crash numbers or spiral numbers. No, it's not. But he did make the All-Stars Battle Royale roster. So take that, Crash. Take yeah, that. Take that, Crash. <laughs> uh, but to me, I was just like, man, there's going to be fans of this game that are so excited. And yeah. I can't. Like, that's the thing that gets me excited. And I saw a couple people poo-poo this. And I'm just like, guys, guys, not every game has to be for you. Yep. Please stop. Mm-hmm. Someone's really excited. Let them have this moment, Kanye. Let them have this moment. Absolutely. And that's the thing that, like, I love when people get excited for stuff that I'm not necessarily into because I know what that feeling is. And it's a beautiful feeling that we don't mm-hmm. get enough. And, and, and constantly, like, in, whether that's in real life or as gamers, there's never that moment of like, oh, my God, this is all. We get it so rarely. It happens every once in a while. So I, I, I'll be honest. I watched it and I'm like, listen, this isn't going to be my game of the year next year. But... This is gonna be fun as hell, and I yeah. can't wait. Like this is gonna—I'm gonna be purchasing this game. I think it's also safe to say this is gonna be a thirty, forty dollar game. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This is not a sixty dollar game, so calm down, please. No. Calm down, people. You know what it reminded me of? of What's a little that bit? about God? Um, 
Did you ever play the the Maximo games on PS2? Never in my life. Oh, it, it, it reminded me a little bit of that, like okay. where if you were attacked, like you would lose pieces of clothing, and yeah. eventually you were in your boxers, and oh, that's boy. when you know if you got hit, you're dead. Yeah. So it, it kind of gave me a little bit of that vibe, and those games are fun. Um, so yeah, I'm all in. I love it, and it, it, I love how it's on Halloween. Yeah. This is where the trailer drops. Do you think that next Halloween, that's when the game is going to drop? Or do you think it's, this is a summer Good game? Yes. Uh, I, I feel like they might shoot for the the crash window. Okay. So a summer game around June, maybe. All right. And then maybe drop the price when it comes. Yeah. Yeah. To me, like, I, and I said, I said this in a video, but I know it kind of sucks because it means you have to wait a whole year. But man, I just think the theme. Yeah. Like to me, it screamed Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. I was just actually looking at a comment on the video, and there looks like someone, and it may be Fort Montesquieu himself because he was his icon was there, but it was actually heavily inspired by it. So that's kind of cool. Like that's. That's awesome. Again, I love this. And this is a question yet again from Eric. And you can you can send questions into us. And if they're good enough, if they get through the Great Wall of Joseph, then they get onto the show. I read them out loud. And Eric, man, he's just every every week he's like, here's 18. Pick. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. So here you go. With the trailer of Medieval up as well as the, oh no, I missed out. This could be a creepy voice one. Oh well. As well as the upcoming release for Spyro Reignited Trilogy, my question is this. What sort of old school PS1 or 2 game would you like to see be totally remade with updated graphics, improved gameplay, that sort of thing? So we talked about what games we'd like to be remastered, but what is a game? Yeah. And I'm going to kind of translate this so it fits. What is a game that would not work today but if Mm. you can have it and you could give it modern controls a modern look what would that game be well i i think my answer is the same from what i said when we talked about remastered ps1 ps2 games and it's brave fencer musashi i think i said that in that episode i'll take Um, your word for it yeah, that, that's one of my favorite PS1 games. It's very mm. much a PlayStation answer of Zelda, where Ooh. you kind of have to go through and, and master certain elements, like fire, wind, earth type of thing. I mean, and you could say that Zelda took, maybe even blatantly copied, whatever you just said. Sure. Yeah, if you want. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to piss off some this, of the This is coming from somebody who's never played a Zelda game, so take that. Oh, really? That. You never have? Never. I played Overrated. 15 minutes of Breath of the it. Wild and... That was it. 15 uh, minutes. But yeah, I know, Joe. I'm sorry. This oh, PlayStation podcast, though. That's why I'm here. I love that's it. That's why I'm no, here. yeah. I'm just like, um, holy shit. You no, never Brave played Majora's Sur- Mask. No, I haven't. Holy uh, Brave Friends of Musashi is the reason I wanted to buy a PlayStation. Okay. And I just love that game. And I think looking back on it now, I know how clunky that was to control and how frustrating it was to kind of move around through that world and... Mm. And if it gets remade with like the gameplay thing specifically, I don't give a crap what it looks like. Okay. If if they just tweak the gameplay on that and make it a little bit more responsive, it's gonna it's gonna do so well. I would love that. I'm gonna stop everything right here, right now. You ready for this? Ready. Now, if I wish you, oh yes, I'm bringing this into this question right here. Now, if I'm Shuhei Yoshida, right? We know Shuhei Yoshida, he runs the first party at Sony. He's doing a bang-up job. We also probably know he's he's just he's just the CEO. He's the founder by by all means. He's probably the Illuminati. If Shuhei if I was Shuhei Yoshida, 
the game that I would be remaking from the ground up, GoldenEye. Interesting. GoldenEye, 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 GoldenEye. Why? Because when I think of that, it's not a PlayStation game. It's not a PlayStation game, but, you know, they have this deal with MGM. Sony could just be like, hey, MGM, give us your IP. We're going to make a GoldenEye, but it's going to be on PlayStation. It's going to be perfect. What's that, MGM? You're actually run by Shuhei Yoshida? Well, then this fits into my narrative perfectly. (laughs) So I'm making a GoldenEye game, and it's going to be totally modernized graphics. Pierce Brosnan will reprise his role as 007. And it's because, I mean, that game, when you look back on it, you have fond memories of it. But when you put the controller in your hands, you try to play that game, Yeah, it's impossible. Yes, it is. (laughs) So you give me dual analog sticks, you give me an actual, and I mean, from the ground up, you don't touch the levels, they're perfect. But but Joe, I'll I'll throw one back at you. Yeah. It had a re-release on the Wii. We don't talk about that fucking game. You don't talk but about But you were able to use you don't dual fucking analog. talk about that game. It's not the real it's no it's not. It's not. You're like you kill double seven. Something stupid. It's not it. Okay, I play that's a game I played fifteen minutes of. I was done. Don't you dare insult but God, that's a slap in the mouth if you ever talk to me like that again. I'm getting slapped a lot on this podcast and don't I Don't you dare. Don't you dare, boy. I don't know why you keep coming I'll, back. I'll take my belt out. Oh, I'll give you a whooping, a whooping and a half. If you're listening or see this, please send help. I'll slap them too. I'll give them a whooping. They never believe. I, I'll go slap happy. That's what I do. By God, that's what I do. You see this hand? It's done a lot of slapping in in, in its day, and it's it is not. It is it is it is barely begun. <laughs> Golden Eye, remaster that. And the only thing you do is you make odd job the same fucking size. Because the true reason why I want that remade from the ground up is I'm putting the controller in my cousin's hand and I'm beating the shit out of him because he would choose odd job. He's like, oh, it's a, it's a. He was the worst player, but he'd kill us all the time. Why? Because he chose odd job because he's the shortest character. And because you can't aim, right? You can't, you can't. You can't aim up and down in that fucking game. It's so hard to goddamn C buttons. Mm-hmm. He'd kill you every time. And then after I'm done beating him there, I'm going to slap him in his mouth. The beating's just begun. By God, I'm taking a Westworld approach. I'm coming into the real world. I'm slapping him in the mouth. By God. Let me tell you something, all right? Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I said, listen, slap in the mouth. <clears throat> PlayStation Classic full games lineup revealed. This comes from the PlayStation blog. Let's get this list out there. Let's talk about it. Battle Arena, Toshiden, Cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7, Grand Theft Auto. Why did I say that in a somewhat Western accent? <laughs> Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller. <laughs> Mrs. Driller must be a very lucky lady. Oddworld, Eve's Odyssey, Rayman, Resident, Resident Evil. Director's Cut, <clears throat> Revelations Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. <laughs> I mean, you gotta set that to Wumbo and then I'll play it. Siphon Filter, The Only Game That Matters, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Can you imagine? Leave it there. Siege. Uh, <laughs> Twisted Metal, the best one. And Wild Arms. Yeah. 
This is what we'll get here in America. Mm-hmm. This list apparently to the internet is horrible. It is trash. It's stupid. I just canceled my pre-order. What do you say to those people, Kyle? First of all, what do you feel about this list? I actually don't mind it. Um, I counted it up. I think half of those games that I'm really looking forward to playing. And the other half I don't have much of a memory of. So I'm excited to hop in. Um, Like you said, Siphon Filter is huge. I love that Siphon Filter's on it. I Mm -hmm. wanted a Siphon Filter on there, so... Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the one that I'm laughing at that I love that's on there is Cool Borders 2. Mm. Uh, I have it's another one of those games we talked about it earlier about demo discs. Yeah, I played the shit out of that demo. Really, <laughs> I love Cool Borders. So that's you know awesome. who also loves it? Who? Donald Trump. He loves Cool Borders. <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> he pulls walls Don't... on him all the time. <laughs> stop. <laughs> we have to stop the caravan. Right here, right now. It starts with Cool Borders 3. <laughs> we need to make the borders cool again. If they're really cool, the world will start respecting us. Because let's be honest, after Cool Borders 2, it went downhill. Sorry, continue. Anyway. <laughs> I also, I think yeah. that the fact that I think the one game that people... Before we saw the full list, we're like, it has to be on there. It's Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And the fact that it's on here is awesome. Because that's mm-hmm. a game I never played fully through. But Kyle, where's what? Spyro? Where's Crash? Where's we the have that in a remastered edition coming this year. Yeah, but you come out with a classic console. Okay, Kyle? You sure. come out with a classic console. I mm-hmm. want the classic games. I want the games that remind me of PlayStation. Crash, Spyro. Sure. Spider-Man. Remember that mm-hmm. one? That was good. And, and Treyarch made that I one. say to those people, yeah. reading this list, so these games don't scream PlayStation to you? Because there's uh, all these games, for the most part, scream PlayStation to me. Siphon yeah. Filter, Metal Gear Solid, Oddworld, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Metal Gear Solid, Grand Theft Auto, Final Fantasy VII, Battle Arena Toshiden. Twisted Metal, even though it should be Twisted Metal 2, it's the better one, but whatever. It, those all, to me, scream PlayStation. Yeah. And, and um, I think this is great. For the collector in me and for the PlayStation fan in me, I love yeah. this. So you answered that question of like what are the games uh, you want. I'll answer that one. The games yeah. I wanted in here, or the games that I'm, I'm excited to play, rather. Final Fantasy VII, never played yeah. that game, ever. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I thought, what a, what, what a better way than actually on a classic PlayStation 1 controller. Yep. Mm-hmm. That excites me. You have uh, Metal Gear Solid. That's another one I've never played. I watched my brother play the shit out of that game. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, I want that. Right? Uh, you have Siphon Filter. How many times did I play the, the demo? And I think like the guy, the first terrorist you name, is his name's Cabbage. Or something like that. <laughs> I and, don't remember. And he had like this gruff of voice. He's like, cabbage. And we used to just mock that voice all the time. Have so much fun. That's a game that I constantly played on a demo disc. My brother finally got. It was in the jewel case of five discs. Amazing. Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, that <laughs> game was something that me and my brother hunted in Toys R Us's for months. And then we finally got it at Blockbuster. And then that's where my memory stops. I need to 
play that to see if it was actually really good or not. And then you got, you know, you got Twisted Metal, a game that I really, really love. I love it so much. I mean, there's there's stuff here. And I think if you wanted every single game to speak to you, yeah. well, you're being selfish. Because that's not, this list isn't for you. It's, it's a little no. taste of everything. And I get it. I get it. <clears throat> you know, this isn't the perfect list, but... There's about five or six games that I'm legitimately into mm-hmm. that I'm going to play. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's, I'm going to play them all to completion. But Mr. Driller is going to play to completion. You know what I'm <laughs> saying, Mr. Driller. You know what I'm saying. And, and all, I, I just want to yeah. uh, throw this out there. I put this on the dock. Uh, Japan also, their version yeah. has some different games in there. Um, oh, Resident Evil was a game I wanted to play, but I was too scared. No, oh, yeah. That's, That's another one I want to play. Me. Same thing Rayman, uh, Abe's Odyssey, let's go. Which yeah. we all know that Mario Odyssey just totally ripped off of. Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Could you, could you talk about that Japanese yeah. lineup? So the, I'll read through the Japan's lineup, what yeah. they're getting. Um, they're getting Ark the Lad and Ark the Lad 2, which mm-hmm. are RPGs that I didn't play. Um, they're also getting Armored Core, which is a major franchise. <laughs> Um, Resident Evil, Director's Cut, other known as Biohazard over there. Final Fantasy VII, G. Darius, I don't know what that is. Um, a Gradius game, which is awesome. G, are you familiar with the Gradius games, Joe? Uh, no. They're, they're side-scroller shoot-em-up, like arcade, Ooh. where you're a little ship. And, oh, yeah. it's, they're oh, awesome. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Intelligent me. Cube's also there, Jumping Flash. Uh, the first Persona, which we didn't talk about yet either. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, Metagir Solid, Mr. Driller, Parasite Eve they're getting, which is awesome. Another Squaresoft RPG. Parasite Eve. Ridge Racer <laughs> Type 4, Saga Frontier, Super Puzzle Fighter, Tekken 3, Toshid- Toshiden, Wild Arms, and a game called Devil Dice that I'm not... Thank God uh, you said Toshiden and not me. <laughs> but, like, yeah, they have a couple other RPGs, because that's mm-hmm. what PlayStation is known for, and yeah. I think that suits the Japan lineup well. Um, I'm seriously considering actually maybe importing a Japan version Bob as well. God, I got a question for you, sir. Yeah, let's and do I it. Got, I got divine intervention right here. Oh, That's the name of my pistol. Make sure you clean it before you... Well, I did. I did, by God. Oh, it went off. <laughs> I rubbed it too much, by God. It got excited. Mrs. Driller knows all about that, by God. Marcus O'Neill asks, "Yeah, what are your thoughts on the full PlayStation Classic lineup? Kind of answer that. Choose three games you would like to remove and three games you would like to replace them with. Sure. Um, I would take out... I would take out Rayman. <gasps> because to me... I think of Rayman as um, Dreamcast and, okay. and Nintendo more than PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take out Rayman. I would take out Sorry Joe. I would take out Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Um, that's not my thing. And I would take out Destruction Derby. Those would be the three that I would take out. Um, and what were some of the games you were excited for, Kyle? <laughs> Uh, none, actually, Joe. You can't. You can't take any well, of mine. Well, fuck it. That everybody loses this one. I'm taking out Metal Gear Solid. Look at that. Sure. You can take one for a team. That's fine. I'm also taking out Final Fantasy VII. Okay, I'll just import it from Japan. That's fine. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and, and the three yeah. I would, you know, replace them with: uh, Brave Friends of Musashi, uh, okay. which I already touched on. Uh, Tomba, 
Tomba, which, tomba, have tomba. You, do you know Tomba? I've brought it up before. Never in my life, sir. I mean, yeah, yes. You're like some caveman that has to fight evil pigs. And mm. yeah, that's awesome. And I would input um, another RPG, Legend of Dragoon, or my favorite Ooh. RPG of all time, Star Ocean uh, 2. Um, one of those I would love to have on there. Um, so those would be the three. All right. All right. Yeah. What would you input? Man. So I think we can all get rid of Intelligent Cube, right? Yeah, it doesn't have to be in there. It's important for PlayStation history, but it doesn't have to be in there. How is it important? It's just a cube. Sure, yeah, but it was... Let's get out of there. I mean, it was still... A... Let's get, just get out of there. I think it was a highly rated game, if I'm remembering correctly. Right, I'm sorry, Mr. Driller, but you're in retirement. I'm killing you two. And Wild Arms. Do we care about Wild Arms enough? I do. It's an RPG, man. You're making this real hard for me, Kyle. And I don't... You take out whatever you want to take out, Joe. <sighs> I took out your Rainbow Six. It's fine. I want a Mega Man game in there. Mm, okay. Just any old one. Give me a, any old Mega Man. Uh, what else would I put in there? What else? I don't know, man. Because, like, for me, again, like, for me, the PlayStation 1 never spoke to me much because I wouldn't... It's not, like... I was a Nintendo kid back then. My cousin got the the PlayStation because there was a deal made where every mm-hmm. weekend you would bring it over and we'd have fun. We play with each other. So let me uh, let's see. Can, can I make a suggestion? Which yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah, let's bring Spider Man in here as well. Fuck yes. Okay. Spider Man. That's yeah. one I would add in. Uh, I would either add uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, one of the earlier ones. Wait, wait, and- wait. Was Marvel vs. Capcom two on PlayStation? I think it was on PS one. Let me check. Uh, but the Ooh. one I was thinking of is Tony Hawk, but that will never happen because of the licensing. Mm. But that Yo, is such a huge admission. I, I keep on forgetting this now. Let's put Tomb Raider in there. Okay. Oh, yeah, Tomb Raider. Yep. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I can't believe I forgot that. Tomb Raider, Tony Hawk, Star Wars, uh, or, uh, uh, Terracossi Arena. There you go. We're done. Greatest game of all ma- uh, of all time, some would say. With that, let's jump ahead. Oh, before we jump yes. ahead, really quick. I sure. love how they keep uh, emphasizing that these games are preloaded. Mm-hmm. So the co- it, there's been a lot of conspiracy stuff going <sighs> on around. Yeah. Uh, in gaming in general. I really think that you could add games to this. I really, really think so. If they, they keep emphasizing preloaded very clearly. Why would they keep saying that? Because they don't want you to assume that these are all in disc forms and you're feeding it into it. There's a there's a really big part of me that is saying that you could add or the option of, of putting more games on here. Like do again, like the dual shock like I talked about before, like dual shock with the analog yes. sticks. Okay. Absolutely. There you go, Luke Lore, okay? Your fascination with the analog sticks could be over done with our flash news and we only got two bit of, uh, bits of news for flash news is lenovo licenses the psvr design from sony uh for a copycat headset this comes from push square and it says we are pleased to announce that we have licensed the psvr headset design to lenovo uh said riley russell oh my god what an adorable name was that a dog <laughs> chief legal oh, no. oh oh my god what a what the best boy right here he's this little guy he's a chief legal officer at sie really the, quick i thought you said chief beagle i was like yes oh yeah he's a, oh, he's a chief beagle oh they feed him with dog food uh the industrial design for psvr he's a business dog 
and he 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 plays too rough. Anyway, it has been widely acclaimed. Okay, I'm just gonna skip this. <laughs> Lenovo has bought the rights to have lookalike designs. You know where cool. you place the headset on your head, mm-hmm. the crown portion. That's what they're taking from the PlayStation VR design because a lot of people think the PlayStation VR is one of the most comfortable headsets out there, and it's because of that crown design. What makes this flash news is that you shouldn't buy Lenovo products. Why? Because there's Chinese spyware in there, and they will take your information, and that's really, really scary. Henry Cavill is a stoic Geralt in the first look at Netflix's The Witcher. This comes from Polygon. The yeah. gif is everywhere. Yeah. My first surprise was, holy shit, already? Have you already got yeah. him dressed up? Yeah. I, th- I think it's just a screen test, but so that makes sense. But Yeah, about God. Joe, yes, it doesn't look good, man. <laughs> it looks like a like he belongs trick or treating right now. It he looks bad. Yeah, it's all because of that wig. It's the wig. He needs some scars on the face. He looks like you know. He's too handsome. You know the underworld. I'm thinking. Yes. No, no, not even. Okay, Walking Dead. Sure. Uh, what's the guy? The king's name it has a lion. Ezekiel? He look, you know how Ezekiel's wig is really bad? It's on sure. that level's of bad to me. I don't watch it, so I don't know. Okay, well, it's garbage. You, you, okay. you definitely saved time. Um, but it's it's a bad wig. But when he goes and he sips whatever he's drinking, that's where this looks. That, that's, that profile, he looks exactly like mm-hmm. Geralt. It's just that wig needs to go like yesterday. It's very bright. And it's puffy. The same tone. It's yeah. like, dude, we know. Like, shave your head if you're gonna put a wig on like that, because it looks like you're wearing a puffy thing. Like, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Change it. You got time, Netflix. Yep. You got time. With that, let's get to out of the flash news into the big news. Fallout. Oh, I'm sorry. Into the more scary news, Kyle. <laughs> I said this before last night, actually. Do you want to know why I use a knife, Kyle? Hmm? No, I don't, actually. Guns are too quick. You see, you can't savor all the little emotions. You see, Kyle, in their final moments, people get to show you who they truly are. Would you like to know which one of them were cowards, Kyle? No, I don't. I feel like whenever you do that voice, yeah, our show is now be- put like on a watch list somewhere. <laughs> like that Joe's a maniac. We need I to mean, look into. You know, after this month, this country's been having. I I wouldn't surprise. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, <clears throat> before we talk about caravans and stuff. Fallout 76, Bug accidentally deletes the entire 50 gigabyte <laughs> They said there'd be some spectacular bugs, Joe. And they did. And they did not disappoint. Holy shit. This comes from Kotaku. Don't click 
any buttons. Weird. Turns out the issue, use air quotes for that one, wasn't your average freeze. It was the bug where clicking any button on the launcher client would delete the entire beta and force users to re-download the just under 50 gigabyte thing all over again. Now, this is the PC portion of this game. And yeah, Bethesda said that there would be spectacular bugs. And again, this is why I don't play on PC, right? You get stuff like this. Launchers? What's a launcher? I don't have, I've never seen a launcher in my life. They okay. talking about like I, I, Minecraft? I don't know. That's false. You've seen launchers. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't pick one out of the lineup if you asked me right now. Listen, <laughs> this is bad, right? Like yeah. This is really bad news for this game. Does it get any worse? Like what? Like what are your first thoughts when you hear this? <laughs> like it's 2018, guys. Yeah. That's my first thought. It's 2018. How how do you put something out? I understand it's a beta, but how do you put something out where this can happen? Where it deletes the whole thing? How? How did nobody? No one encountered that before? Like in QA yeah. before it went out. Like, that seems like a big thing. So, okay, where is your hype on this game now that we hear this come out? No, my, hype z- my hype was zero. Now it's in the Before this. And my hype's a little bit higher. Yeah. Only because I want to watch YouTube videos of the bugs that people encounter in the game. My next question for you, Kyle. Yeah. Because I was thinking about this on the drive over. This game has been met with skepticism since it's been announced. Yep. Um, the reviews, impressions of this game have not been positive. Like, mm-hmm. there's some positive. It's a bit more of a mixed reaction. Yeah. Do you think Fallout 76 is going to... I mean, succeed is a broad term. Where do you think this game is going to land when we talk about Fallout games in terms of mm. not just sales, but... Critical reception. Wait, people remember it? Yeah. Type of thing. Uh, yeah, I feel like they're going to remember it for the wrong reasons. I think people are going to remember it for this. Yeah. And that's the thing that hurts the most. Because I know yeah. there's so many people that worked really hard on this game. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see a game fail or fall. Nobody does. And in, no. And we got to stop rooting for things like that. I see a lot of YouTubers and a lot of people on social media kind of like champion this idea that games are so easy to make that it is all like flipping a switch and you know company a b and c are all taking us for a ride when when Mm -hmm. i look at this game i i know that there has to be love and tender care applied but i don't think i don't think this game can release right now i think this game is in a terrible spot because if you release it right now then I mean, it's just going to be marred by by criticism because we're going to, if this bug got through, what else did? That's what yeah. probably a lot of people are thinking. And probably people are then saying, okay, I see this and I'm out. Mm-hmm. But then if you, if you hold on to this game, you potentially get the fact that nobody cares because they already think this, this is going to be half-baked when it comes out. And, uh, you know, I just had to double check. Game's out in two weeks, Joe. Yeah. Which it's like is it's scary. T- it's it's like how how can you have a beta 
a month before a game comes out like this. Like when we think of betas, it is more of a server load test mm-hmm. than anything. And maybe you're going to tweak some of the the balancing issues, but to have bugs this late in this game, I'm sorry, but I'm very much lost interest. Yeah. I I think yeah, 76 is going to be remembered as a dad and as uh, <laughs> as a as dad. A, yeah, because Soldier 76. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're all dads now. He's right above me. Uh, but yeah, like I think it's gonna be remembered for the wrong reasons. I don't think, I think this game's gonna hurt the series. I really do think that. Unfortunately, and, yeah. And I feel bad for the the diehard Fallout fans like yeah. our good friend Fiona who loves Fallout and it's looking forward to this. Like I feel bad for her because yep. I know how much she loves it. And if it's not up to par, you know it sucks. You know what doesn't suck, Kyle? Uh. What? I was going to say it, but I'd rather not. Well, this is Driller. Mr. Driller's been telling me all about it. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> Can't wait to play that game and go, wow, this was definitely not what I was expecting. <laughs> Sony has now shipped over 86 million PlayStation 4 units in its lifetime. Kyle? Yeah. Oh, boy. I was going to say, you want to read this, but you're taking a swing. Would you like to read this? Absolutely. Yeah. This comes from our friends at DualShocker, so go give them a click. Yeah. Uh, according to the report, Sony sold 3.9 million PS4 consoles through two retailers by the end of the second quarter, which concluded on September 30th. Combining this number with the previously given number of 82.2 million at the end of Q1, we can now learn that the PS4 has now surpassed the 85 million units shipped mile marker, with the number now sitting at 86.1 million. It's worth noting that this figure also takes into account both the PS4 and PS4 Pro. Sony continues to chug along at a steady pace with PS4 shipments, even though this quarter's numbers are lower than that of Q2 in 2017. Dude. Major numbers. Major numbers. Wow. This is so awesome. And again, congratulations. It just goes to show, man, Spider-Man pays off. And we're not like this is coming into the holiday season, right? This ends September 30th. There's already and I didn't put it in the show notes, but there's already rumors of the bundles that are going to be coming out. There is rumor has it a one hundred and ninety rumor has it one hundred and ninety nine dollar bundle standard PlayStation four with Spider-Man. Wow. That thing's going to fly off the shelves. Like, this is insane. Like, just think about the Red Dead Redemption bundles that they're going to have. The the Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The, Might the have some God of God War God of ones War. Like, yeah. again, this is Sony's playbook playing off to an amazing yeah. degree of, like, again, let's release our games out of the holiday window Right, let them drop in price. We don't give a shit. A lot of people are like, "Well, Nintendo games are good because they never drop in price." That's not true at all. There's some bad games out there, my friend. I mean, just because your game doesn't drop in price doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means there's so many of them they don't hold value. Just that's a, mm-hmm. that's a, that's the name of the game. And so when you have your games drop like twenty by twenty thirty bucks by the time Black Friday rolls around, and then the sales that are on those games. You got so many people going out there buying PlayStations, and then the attach rate to these things must be nuts afterwards. Because you're like, okay, let me throw this game in the basket, this game, that game, bam, little Jeffrey's going to be set for life. 
after yeah. this. This is amazing. This is yeah. amazing. Where do you think the number's going to be at the end of the year? What do you think? What do you think? End of the year? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 87.5. Bugger. That's probably way too much, but that's what I said. I'm so going to be crazy, okay? All right, what do you I got say? The, I got Devon in Intervention right here, Bogout. Oh, it's the same gun, but different sides? Divine's one side, Intervention's the other side? L- l- listen here, Bogout. Settle down. All right, settle down. Okay, Sorry. I'm petting him. I'm petting him. He might get a little out of... He might be carried away. <laughs> now, Bogout, I feel like a Turkish sandwich on a Tuesday evening, I would like to say. Smoke turkey because let's not get carried away here we're not animals we're not animals special occasions like these you need a little smoked meat in your sandwich by god little lettuce a little tomato uh what type of dressing we put on here relish by god that european disgustingness you know a a nice little lemon with a little lime uh mayonnaise by god perfection i'm gonna say 90 million Wow. It'll be ballsy. I don't know. Who knows? Nathan yeah. writes in. Like you can too if you follow us on our Discord channel. Don't follow us. Join the Discord channel. Link down below. Ooh, I'm pointing, pointing my pistol at my testicles. Be careful. I'm pointing my eyeballs. And uh, <laughs> you can join, join the Discord, ask us questions there. Or you can follow us, PS Trophy Room, and ask us questions via Twitter. With that, Nathan writes in. <clears throat> with my hat to my heart. What PS exclusive would you like to see get the Spider-Man DLC treatment by God? So I'm assuming he means uh, every month have something new come out? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm thinking of Spider-Man and the way that the, the heist DLC felt like a comic book issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what would be really cool is if The Last of Us had Ooh. DLC where you took over somebody else in another part of the universe. Okay. And what they deal with, with the clickers and the infection, and uh, every DLC you play is somebody new to kind of build the, the awesome world that Naughty Dog created. So that's mm. my pick. Okay. My pick is a little game. Game of the Generation, actually. It's right here. Give me Bloodborne DLC every single month. <laughs> that's impossible. But by God, would I love it. God, what would yes. that be? What would that be? Just a, just another like place, like one boss, one area. Every month you're just playing and you're finding out new things and cool things. You get a new weapon, new outfit, and you just have a ton of fucking fun. My my other choice was another Naughty Dog game. It was Uncharted. Ooh. And with that DLC, mm-hmm. uh, it's a, like a mini mini treasure hunt. Like a mini adventure where you go and find like another smaller treasure type of thing. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like it. All right. And with that, also Nathan puts in here, also after being at EGLX, being on, oh, sorry, after being at EGLX, be on the lookout for Moen and Throwing, a fantastic game coming to the PlayStation 4 next year. Nathan, I will take a look at that. And yeah, I, I have it up right now. Ooh, okay. I will read the oh, description. Yes, please. Uh, team up in this four-player couch competitive game as you control gnomes to frantically mow grass. The team that trims the most wins. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> Items yes. drop from the sky, pick up and throw a gasoline can at your lawnmower to refuel, or hurl fertilizer and rocks on your opponent's yard to make their grass grow and sabotage their progress. Holy it crap, sounds like does... a lot of fun. Yeah, that actually does sound a ton of fun. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in, yep. Nathan. Thank Let's you, play Nathan. it together. With that, everybody, that has been the trophy room for this week. Halloween week, by God, and it's the end of Red Dead Redemption. What will be of this beautiful, beautiful voice? God, Lord only knows, Lord only knows. I'm sure we'll get a bunch of it in the impressions video. Oh, yeah. There's also going to be impressions video. It's going to be on Bad Big Games. I'll also put it in uh, in this link as well. So when a big game comes out, so I, I can assume when Kingdom Hearts comes out or when Res- Resident Evil comes out, uh, we'll do impressions videos for them as well, and we'll have them on the RSS feed. We'll also have them on YouTube as well. I think that's how I'm going to do impressions from now on. It's just instead of like having a five-minute video of saying the same thing, actually having a conversation about it. I think that's Sweet. such a better way of doing it. With that, everybody, that is it. Also, I, 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 I messed up. Last week... We are now a part of Spotify. So if you're into Spotify, you have the Spotify app. You can follow the show there. But in doing so, I erased the RSS feed. We oh, lost no. like 30 episodes. Oh, so no. If, don't worry. Don't worry. Because 98% of them, all the good ones, they're there. They're on YouTube. So if you missed out on a week, go to YouTube. We have a playlist, all of the Trophy Room episodes. So if you missed one, they're all there. This shouldn't happen again. Uh, what had ended up happening is I had to jump feeds from SoundCloud over to Podbean, and you don't get to save your RSS feed alongside of it. So luckily now we're on all the platforms you can possibly be on. So you got an RSS feed. Guess what? You got Outcasts or, or you know, podcasts or whatever thing you have, a weird app you got. Spotify, follow us, rate us. It helps us out, shows us that you care. It builds this community because of your help, because of your, you guys rating us five stars, being so active as you guys have been. We've seen the trophy room numbers. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm dying. We've seen the trophy room numbers just blow up the past few months. So I want to thank everybody for being a part of what is becoming one of the best communities. If not, you know what? I'm just going to say, I'm going to brag a bit, a little bit, the best community on the internet. So thank you guys so much, Kyle. Yeah. We're doing something November 10th. Yeah, like we are, man. Out? Sure. Uh, November 10th at 12 PM Eastern time, uh, over at twitch.tv slash kinda NYC. Uh, we are doing Extra Life. Yeah, We're going to be streaming games uh, for 24 hours <laughs> to raise money for uh, the Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Um, th- those hospitals treat kids with um, her- horrible diseases and injuries such as yeah. cancer and, yeah. and awful things that kids should never have to go through. Um, so if you could, uh, I'll give Joe the link to the page that you sure. can put in the description box of this video. Uh, just donate. Whatever you can, any little mm-hmm. bit helps. Even if it's a dollar, guys. Even yeah. if it's a dollar. Yep. It we're, helps we're, so much. Yeah, we're shooting for $1,000 as mm-hmm. our goal. Um, just because, you know, it goes to a great cause. Yeah. And uh, we have a couple really cool goals uh, mm-hmm. planned. Um, PlayStation-centric, if you donate $25 and more, you're entered to win a 500 million limited edition DualShock 4 controller. Ooh. Um, which is... 
beautiful. So if you want to go ahead and donate that, you can. If not, like Joe, Joe said, any little bit helps. My and we have knows. some incentives even lower. Um, so, yeah, check that out on the page. There you go. I'll be there as well. If yeah. that's any incentive or you're like, all right, now I'm out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's so many people part of the community that are doing it, right? We got Bohotep doing it. Um, yep. I saw the Quest for Pixels guys doing it. Antonio yeah. Guillen, uh, the Mega Dads doing it. There's so many great places which, to give money which to. Which I'm so jealous of the Mega Dads. Yeah. I saw they're getting these awesome sponsors, mm. like from EA, uh, oh, Bioware, Xbox is, is sponsoring them and giving them a lot of cool things to get, yeah. hand out, which is awesome. So, yeah, yeah whatever, even if it's not our stream. Check out Please. an extra life stream and just yep. donate to whatever you feel compelled to do yeah. so. Yeah, it doesn't have to be ours. You could go again. Nope. Quest for Pixels are doing it. Antonio Guillaume, Megadeth. So many people are doing it. It's so awesome. What I plan to do this this paycheck is I got like five bucks, so I'm gonna be spreading the wealth out to Sweet. all my friends. Um, yep. and just helping out when I can. I'll also, I just got to see how things pan out because I'm in the middle of midterms. That is why I didn't do or create a trophy room, uh, mm-hmm. uh, extra life though. I would really want to, it's maybe I'm thinking on the ninth, I will be streaming probably for kind of funny. I believe. Okay. Um, so November 9th, be on the lookout for something because I'm definitely going to do it. It might not be the most beautiful stream because I'm not a streamer at all, but any any little thing helps. And in any way I can give back, it, it, I will. All I know is next year, we will be doing one because I'll only have, luckily, knock on wood, one class to, to take awesome. that entire semester. So I could play all the games. Let's yeah. go. Give a- them Extra life is not only just a November thing. We can do it at any point during the year Ooh, or multiple times a year. That's yeah, awesome. So. so with all that said, everybody, there you go. Um, yep. On Spotify, rate us five stars on iTunes. Rate us on all the places as you can. Subscribe to us on Bad Big Games. Really quick, it helps Joe. me out. Yes. Before we do that, I just want to. I was on a podcast last week that went live this <sighs> yesterday or today. Yeah. Um, go check out Growing Up Gaming at GUG Podcast on Twitter. Uh, I went on Mitch's show. We talked about me growing up with games, and we talk about demo discs and why they're awesome. And yeah. why my worst purchase ever with my own money is a Rockstar game. So there's Whoa. a little tease. Go on over to that podcast and listen to Bog-out. it. Yeah. Bogout. All right. Yeah. Go over there. Go check it out. Um, yeah. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep it. Oh, wait. <gasps> wrong. Wrong one. Wrong. wrong. Let me tell wrong. you something, Hunters. Let me tell you. It's been such a horrific episode hmm, yes i wonder what brought you here was it the hunt or the terrible dream yes hunter with that a hunter must have the hunt keep hunting and keep playing playstation i'll see you in your dreams Good night. Sleep tight.